We have a new show for you, Startup Stories from NBS.FM. If you're on the startup battlefield, Startup Stories brings you news from the next trench. Adam Callow talks to founders and gets their fail tales, growth hacks, lessons learned, and the moments that changed everything. But for the very first episode, we're swapping mics. I'm Jeremy Parsons from magicsubscriptions.com, and I'll be interviewing Adam. Find out what he's hoping to learn and how he copes with being on the receiving end of our trademark quickfire questions. The first episode of Startup Stories with Adam Callow is coming to you right here on the Startup Diary feed. Hey, this feels strange, but Adam Callow, introduce yourself to our audience. Wow, this does definitely feel strange. Um, okay, so uh, name's Adam Callow, uh, first time founder, run a small business called Expert Trades. I've uh, been doing that for about six years, trying to change how products move through the supply chain in the construction industry and change as many trades professionals' lives as possible in the process. Uh, small business, raised, uh, actually we did some uh, bootstrapping. We raised a bit of uh, seed funding and a bit of venture capital. Uh, 12 person team making mistakes every single day and just trying to share that that journey excellent thank you and are people surprised when you admit that you do all of these different things uh yes well to be honest it's, it's less of surprise and it's more of the fact that as a sales and marketing guy myself when i try and communicate what we do uh, everyone just has a blank expression on their face so they don't act surprised <laughs> they're like but, but what does that actually mean so the last six years for me has been trying to work out actually how we talk about what we do um, and that ho- that whole elevator pitch thing uh, is still not there um, we're still we're still working it out uh, but I think over the last six years we've probably got a little bit better at it than we than we were then so I get that I guess that brings us nicely to startup diary so looking back over 300 and how many episodes of startup diary yeah, about 315 I think we're on about now <laughs> what have you learned oh um oh that's a big question Jeremy to kick us off <laughs> Uh, what have I learnt uh, that I don't know as much as I think <laughs> but uh, talking about it with people whether it's uh, the co-host of the podcast Harry um, or just surrounding myself with other business owners which has been the byproduct of doing that podcast so just meeting other like-minded people um, I'd probably say uh, biggest learning for me is um, don't think you need to know everything being vulnerable has genuinely helped my business grow uh, and just surrounding myself with like-minded people is probably the, the biggest benefit is there an episode that's got you in trouble uh yes yeah the one that came the one that comes to mind straight away to be honest is um once me and the wife are having a little bit of an argument uh, and i just went naturally went and put the mics on i just went well, well, one sec one sec one sec and we went back and we put the mics on and you can hear her anger in her voice <laughs> Um, and I think it's it's like a very clickbaity title. It's like a private conversation. I think the title of that podcast is, uh, and it was me and the wife. If I remember, I actually can't remember the topic. It was it was just talking about uh, me not being present at home and focusing on the business. Uh, but that podcast, I was like, no, no, this is this is. I was like, this is this is great tape. <laughs> I was like, let's just. I said, keep being honest. So that one. Um, we need to make sure that that one is linked up in the show notes, right? <laughs> we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Even though you're just going to get me in trouble again. Uh, but we had the conversation and she obviously thought it would be edited and I'd be using right. some of it as mine. I just put the whole bit of audio uh, onto the podcast. Uh, that got me in trouble. Um, but the wife has, has come around in terms of actually there's there's some value here. It's helped some people out. So she's, what's, what's been the most impactful episode in a good way? Most impactful episode in a good way. Uh, 
I'm going to give you a an absolute scapegoat of an answer here. Um, not one specific episode really like comes to mind. The way that I think about the podcast by by doing it. So we went from doing three episodes a week, and at the point of recording this, we've just moved it to one episode a week. A bit of a longer form content, thirty minutes to sixty minutes once a week. It's just like a therapy session for me. Um, like I think if I hadn't done that um, or done the show. I don't know where we'd be because it's really forced me every single week to make notes. What have I struggled with? What do I want to talk about? So it's the constant forcing factor of having right. my own little diary that is the real benefit for me, not not like one specific episode. And is it talk, talk to me about the name Startup Diary? Is that where it started? Yeah. So if I take it way back when, I used to be an area sales manager, um, so I was selling building products all over the country. And what that basically meant is my boss thought I was in one hour meetings four times a day. I, I was in like a four minute meeting four times a day uh, because the people that I went to see just didn't give you the time of day. Um, so in between all these visits, I was just in the van. So I listened to podcasts day in and day out. And then for me, when I started my business, I was like, well, I've learned a lot from podcasts, but it was, there's so many things that aren't covered off in these podcasts because they're all like hero stories. And when I started building the business, it's like really hard. It's like really, really hard to build a business. It's like, why is this not covered? So I was like, out of all the stuff that I've learned in these, these shows, like where are, they, where are the mistakes that people are making? Like I want to learn from like real mistakes. So for me, trying to put something back into the ecosystem of podcasting, I thought, actually, why don't I just make a diary and put the highs and most importantly, the lows on the mics use it as a therapy session for me, but really have it as an open, transparent, business is not easy. Let's not make this this unicorn, billion dollar company thing. Let's really share what it's like. Um, and I think the, the diary element of the name sort of helps people understand. Don't come here if you're thinking about all the, if you're trying to get quick wins and understand how to build a successful business from zero to hero overnight, that's not the show to listen to. This is where it is genuinely my, my story, really. <laughs> Natural bridge to startup stories, new podcast. Yep. Uh, tell me what you want to get out of it. Oh, it's so selfish this is to be. Uh, <laughs> so I guess from the learnings I've had from the startup diary, because uh, we did a meetup. So uh, after that first meetup, we, we had, I think it was seven or eight members of the community, like listeners of the podcast. We all got together uh, and we all basically had a hot seat, which was come and talk about the business that you're in and the smart people in the room are just going to give you their advice, their ideas, and we'll try and work collaborative, collaboratively together. Uh, to sort of solve any problems that you're facing. I just, again, found the benefit of being around other people. So I thought, oh, uh, I know podcasts. I know that uh, there's a nice hook there to get in front of interesting people. So for me, I selfishly use it as a way to speak to really interesting people um, about topics that are quite aligned with what I'm caring about at that point of growing my business um, with a goal of getting 30 minutes on the mics with someone that I probably wouldn't normally get an opportunity to talk to, but because we masquerade it as a podcast, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh yeah, it's a show. Yeah, cool. We've got listeners. We've got all this thing. Come and promote. Cool. Um, so for me, Startup Stories is getting me access to really interesting people to learn from them. Uh, it just happens to be a, a public audio form to help more than just me. <laughs> so thinking about the more than just you, who's it for? Who should be listening to Startup Stories? Uh, great question. Um, I would say uh, so two two groups of people. So me eight years ago would have loved the show. So thinking that I've got entrepreneurial tendencies, wanting to start my own business, not really want, knowing where to start. I would say the overlap of the two podcasts. So Startup Diary, which is, it's not bloody easy, but here's how it's going um, as sort of a in the trenches documentary of what it's actually like. Plus hearing these stories of successful people in their own rights, I would say 
that is motivating as well as the from me I wouldn't say there's any cutoff. I think regardless of how successful you are in business or if you if you do care about this world of entrepreneurship, even if you're 50 years in and being very successful, there's always stuff to learn. So I'd say anyone that has entrepreneurial tendencies, this will work well for. Uh, and those people that really want to go into the trenches, listen to the show as well. The overlap, I think, is something that I'm genuinely right now really proud of. Tell me about the format of Startup Stories. Yeah, so Startup Stories is, it tends to be 30 to 40 minute uh, interviews um, where it's it's basically me trying to get a, an understanding of the the career of the person I'm speaking to, but really zooming into one specific area uh, that that I care about, as well as I think that listeners will take some golden nuggets away from. Uh, I am aware that people are going to be giving up time, thirty to sixty minutes once a week. It's a, it's a commitment, uh, so I'm trying to make sure that I pull out uh, little nuggets that people can go away and, and learn from, and then we always end up with some fast fire questions at the end, which I. I really struggle not to follow up with is the problem that I'm running into right now. We may come back to rapid fire questions. Oh, don't, don't do that to me. <laughs> just think about a year's time. Just, you're just sitting somewhere, you're in a bar and you hear, overhear some people talking and saying, oh, there's this amazing podcast called Startup Stories. What do you want them to be saying about it? Well, that is a really good question. Uh, and people always say that when they're trying to buy time to think of an answer. Is <laughs> one thing that I've learned from uh, being the other side of these mics. Um, what do I want people to say about it? Um, I want people to aspire to be on the show is, is the thing that comes to mind is I want it to be someone's heard something in an industry that resonates with them. Um, so I can think of a number of different shows now, but the goat agency as an example is someone that's heard something from a guy who is 24 25 years old and built an agency from zero to 120 people i want people to hear that and go well i can do that too and their internal measure of success is when i'm on the show i know i've made it and i use air quotes for that because there's no making it (laughs) but i would love people to aspire to be on the show is what i'd like purely for the mentality of i want to give something back to a show that i've gained something from and just as a side note me and Harry, this is God's honest truth. So we're in Ashby Starbucks. Um, and if you go back on our Instagram, you'll see a photo of it. We are we are <laughs> editing the show uh, and, and talking about podcast. And six feet away, there is a, a lady and a young man talking about podcasts. And I heard the word Gimlet Media pop up. I was like, oh, my ears perked up. Uh, and God's honest truth, they are talking about the Starter Diary podcast in the next three minutes. Hey. And me and Harry looked at each other and were like, this can't be happening. <laughs> and naturally, you've got, I was like, I'm really, really sorry, guys. I'm not earwigging, but I kind of am. Uh, but you just mentioned the podcast. Uh, and the, the guy knew, as soon as we opened our mouths, we were like, it's you. <laughs> that for me was just awesome. Because after we got chatting, we had a coffee. It was, no, no, you've motivated me to do something and take action. And I quit my job seven weeks ago. And I'm speaking here with someone that I used to work with, saying how my journey is going so far and some of the reasons that I decided to take the leap. And one of them was the podcast. So positive impact, aspiration to be on the show. Super happy with that. So I just want to imagine that you're taking the call from someone who says, I'm desperate to be on the show. And you go, that is what we've been waiting for. Who's the other end of, the, um, of that phone call? Oh, who is the other end of that phone call? Oh, that's a big question. I don't really have like a, a golden ticket in terms of like the, the people that are on the absolute wish list. Um, who, would I th- who would I think would make great content for the show? I don't know. I, I don't want to give you a bullshit answer. I'm really sorry. Uh, there's not one specific person that comes to mind. Um, 
there's a bunch of people that we're thinking about, but none of them are like, yes, you're the person. I think it's a combination of just having lots of interesting people come onto the mics. And I, and I guess the, the key point that I think I'm circling around in my head is not one person is going to give us a... Because there's no, there's no silver bullet. Not one show is going to give anyone an answer. It's just a combination of having lots of interesting people share their stories that will make this a win for me. That sounds great. But we're now on to rapid fire questions. Oh, you, are, you, are, you are doing this to me, aren't you? Okay, let's go. Adam, tell me, if there's one thing you could tell your 18-year-old self, what would it be? Not knowing the answer to everything does not mean you are a failure. My turn to be desperate to ask a lot, but I'm not allowed. It's so frustrating. Adam, tell me, your number one tool or tip or hack to get work done. Uh, I won't name some of the, the stuff that probably most people know about. I would say my number one thing is, I've just done it now. It's a really small one. It's turn your phone face down. Like the level of work I get done now from just turning my phone face down and putting it on mute when I'm trying to get work done, when I've put something in my calendar to do, I turn my phone face down and I put my notifications off on my laptop. It means that I annoy loads of people because they say you're impossible to get hold of. Uh, I often get called the Scarlet Pimpernel, but uh, I get more work done. What about the best piece of advice you were ever given? What was the best piece of advice? Who gave it to you? Best? I don't know why I'm struggling with these because I have asked them on 15 (laughs) recordings in the last few weeks. Um, The best piece of advice. Um, Can I give two? And they're both from my dad. Uh, So one is do good things for good people. The rest will look after itself. Um, And from the same man, uh, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the fight in the dog. Hey, sounds good. Now, you must have thought about this one. What problem have you seen? And you go, yeah, there's a business that I just... If only I had a few minutes spare, I could make a business out of solving that problem for people. What is re- it? Do you know what? The one that keeps coming top of mind for me, it's really boring. Um, <laughs> so back in the day, I started Expert Trades. We were originally called I Need an Expert because I couldn't afford the domain name Expert Trades. Um, so I bought I Need an Expert. And at the same time, I bought I Need to Drive. I still own the domain name if someone wants to have it or <laughs> we'll, we'll have a deal. Um, so <laughs> this is really sad, but... Um, because of what I learned with our technology and our directory service at what we do today, I want to fix how hard it is for uh, young uh, girls and boys learn to drive in terms of uh, knowing what car they're going to uh, rocking up in, uh, reviews of their instructors, all this. The book, the online, the whole thing is like broken. Uh, so weirdly, is uh, I would go and fix uh, how hard it is to dra- uh, pass your driving test. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I never thought that would ever get onto the mics, but you've got it out of me. <laughs> there you go. And if there's someone listening who goes, yeah, I want to do that, <laughs> reach out. I've got. The, I've got the domain. We've probably got a bit of the tech still. Uh, just put an email to adam at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle, one at the end with the subject line, I need to drive and you're in. There you go. You'll be in the driving seat. I couldn't, oh. refu- I couldn't refuse a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a book or podcast that you'd recommend? Uh, I'm not going to plug our own. <laughs> We've got plenty of time that to do that. That would be shady. Um, yeah, so, so many books that come to mind. Uh, the one that I want to recommend probably just because it's most relevant to me right now um, is the trillion dollar coach which talks about the uh, the success of a chap called Bill Campbell uh, and his impact on CEOs like Steve Jobs uh, and the, the guys from Google and Apple and people like that it just really came at a good point for me which is all around 
um, thinking of myself as more of a coach for as a CEO compared to a CEO. So I definitely recommend that. Anyone that has to lead a team of any size, um, whether you don't class yourself as a leader and you've got three people in the team, go and listen to that because there's so many nuggets in that that's uh, definitely worth it. I'm going to slightly modify the next one because you've already talked on Startup Diary a lot about your dad, um, excluding yep. family members. Who's had the most impact on your life? I'm probably going to nick that, you know, and say, because everyone, most people so far have used family members. Um, I'm going to take that one out there. Uh, excluding family members, who's had the most impact? Um, I would probably have to say, my, uh, just down to the fact that where I am today is because someone took a bet on me my old sales director, a chap called Nick Lander. Um, so uh, I quit I quit the job that he was the sales director in and I was the area sales manager. Um, and he wanted to know why. Told him once and I said, well, I've been promised this promotion, haven't been given it, hit my KPIs, blah. And the next day I went in, there's a van, I wanted to get out on the road. The next day I went in, there was a van, a phone um, and a laptop on my desk. So I got that. A year later, I was like, I quit. And he's like, what do you want now? I was like... I want to start my own business. I've got this idea. Here's this thing. Uh, and he basically funded uh, the company probably the first 12 months with no expectations. We met every six to eight weeks at a Tesco's um, and he just took a bet on me. Um, so I'd probably say outside of family, outside of family and extremely close friends, that's probably the person that's had the largest impact. Last question and a biggie. <laughs> what would be the number one bit of advice you'd give to a first time founder? Oh, I've asked this, but I've never thought about it myself. <laughs> the number one bit of advice, outside of the stuff that I sort of just preach with the startup diary, and the reason that shows there is because it's not easy. Like, it's not easy, and I just want people to understand that. Um, and it's not for everyone. Uh, is So let's just assume that someone's jumped through those two hoops, and they go, I know it's not easy, and I know I could go and be number three in a company. That's not for me. Um, right now, I would say build an actual business like don't get caught up in the ecosystem and just think about this funding treadmill and from the top of the show you might be thinking hold the phone you've done seed money you've done vc money i would say some businesses it makes sense for but raising money is not a milestone in any organization just build a a business built on actual fundamentals and foundations and then choose your own destiny i would say that's super important for people to understand and just finally, how can people find you online? Oh, me. Um, I would say, uh, if you want to speak to me directly, my inbox is there, uh, especially for people that listen to the shows. Uh, it's just adam at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle, one S at the end. Um, find me on LinkedIn, uh, or if you want to follow along with the journey for the podcast that we're creating. Um, right now, at the point of recording this, our handle is at startup podcast on Instagram. Probably not going to change follow us over there and just I guess just follow along with the journey we're trying to do interesting stuff speak to interesting people and invite everyone to sort of join us are you relieved that you're now going to come the other side of the interview I yeah, definitely <laughs> I much much prefer being the other side of the interview good luck with that I'm looking forward to it I've already heard some of them it's exciting first season one is just dropping this is the first listening thanks for listening to this startup story we aim to bring you first-hand stories every week, and you can help us out by rating the show on your podcast provider or head to nbs.fm where you can sign up for sneak previews and more. If you have an idea for a guest for Adam with a story to tell, email me on jeremy at nbs.fm. Next week's guest 
is a digital marketer who got drawn into a whole new sector. And within six months, his house was on the line. Make sure you've subscribed to Startup Stories from nbs.fm and I'll see you next time.